If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Amazingly, seconds before we went on the air, we got everything figured out. And so Mike Sempervivi is going to be joining us in the next segment of the show. And we have a lot of news to talk about here. It's Tuesday. That means Raw from last night. What did you think of the show? When the show went off the air, this was the Raw go-home show. For the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. And for those of you not paying attention, last week was the draft. And they moved people from Raw to SmackDown and vice versa. And the very first show after the draft, we had a bunch of interbrand matches on SmackDown. Braun Strowman was there. He was challenging for the title held by Roman Reigns. They didn't even explain what would happen if the Raw guy won the SmackDown title. I mean, could he just take it to Raw? What happened then? No, there was no explanation for this. So then it was like, okay, well, farewell to everybody. Now we're going to move on to Monday Night Raw, and here we go. Everything's back to normal. No. Interbrand matches on the show last night. We had Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot challenging in a four-way to determine the number one contender for the tag titles. They're a SmackDown team. Otis just showed up on Raw dressed as a luchador. I don't know why they bother doing a draft if everybody's just going to go show to show. We haven't even talked about the doom of retribution. They were killed on the program. We could talk about that. And after all of that, the point of all of this is, Raw was the go-home show for Hell in a Cell, and the show went off the air, and we have four matches announced for the show on Sunday. So I presume that some of these will be announced on social media We'll have more announced on SmackDown. But it's the... We're five days away. And we have four matches for a pay-per-view coming up on Sunday. Anyway, we'll talk about all this after the break. Stick around. Wrestling Observer Live. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's Grooming can't keep up. Kezia's Grooming 
Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back though if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed, you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. What's hot for business this week at Staples? Small prices, big savings. Help your business go big with amazing prices on everything you need to pack and ship. Right now at Staples, save 20% on UPS expedited shipping services. Plus, save up to 30% on select shipping supplies. Shop in-store or get same-day delivery through Instacart and save big at Staples. Ends 1031 while supplies last. In-store only. See store for details. Instacart fees, taxes, and or tips may apply. Delivery subject to availability. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, we're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Yes, Mike Sempervivi is here. Twitch.tv slash F4W video. Mightier 1090, Sports Byline Broadcasting, the American Forces Network. The list goes on and on. we got a lot of news to get into here today. As noted in the opening segment, Raw was last night. Show ends. It's the go-home Raw episode for the Hell in a Cell. And for reasons I cannot explain, we still only have four matches for the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view on Sunday. Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. An I Quit match in Hell in a Cell for the Universal title. Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. Hell in a Cell match for the WWE title. Bailey versus Sasha. Hell in a Cell match for the SmackDown title. 
and Jeff Hardy versus Elias. So for the guy asking the other day, I don't know how they're going to get that cell in there. I presume they're just going to lower it. I presume there's plenty of room there at ringside. But it's not going to be every match inside Hell in a Cell. There's at least one that is just a singles match right now. Which, by the way, the storyline of that match is Elias is blaming Jeff Hardy for running him over. Jeff Hardy notes he did not run him over. He has already been cleared. Elias says, well, I don't care. I'm going to beat you up anyway. I'm also doing a concert where I'm basically a babyface on stage. But as soon as the concert ends, I tell everybody that I hate them. That literally was one of the lyrics in the song. I'm not making this up. So that's the lineup for Hell in a Cell. And, Mike, very quickly, what did you think of this Raw show? It was three hours long, and it was a, a long thing to get through. With Elias's Christian Rock concert, and he butchered the name of his album, and he's got absolutely no reason to be going after Jeff Hardy, who, remember that time Jeff Hardy said, that's my painting man? Well, now it's, I didn't hit you with that car, man. And there was Slapjack, who I think got knocked out. I don't know if he got knocked out or not, but I I will say this. He should have probably been the one to take the submission with with T-Bar. I mean, there was a lot to this show that I I didn't get. Why did Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan have to appear and, and not be involved really in the finish? Why did they have to go ahead and throw the draft out a couple days after it was over? And this was supposed to be a showcase for these new people that were coming over. I don't know. It was a long show to get through, and there was a lot of stuff that was just like, okay, I guess let's just get to Sunday, and hopefully the matches are good at Hell in the Cell and great. But one thing, too, because I know I'm sure you're going to go off about retribution here. They have been doing retribution in the Hurt Business for so long, and Survivor Series is only a month away. Even if you wanted to ball up retribution like trash, and I know a lot of people believe that's what they did, even though I thought Ali cut a good promo they were certainly in a position of weakness all night long. No question about that. But even if you were done with them, why not just wait till Survivor Series? You have something there that would actually make sense, a traditional matchup where you could have the Hurt Business run through everybody if you wanted to and have Bobby Lashley give everybody the Hurt Locker, and, and you could have been done with it there. I don't know why they decided to do this when this has been going on for so long. All right, so here's a quick look at what happened on the show, everybody. We had... Hurt Business versus Ali, Mace, T-Bar, and Slapjack, which, as we noted, they could have just done this on pay-per-view. But they did it not only on Raw, but for free on Raw with no build. This wasn't even advertised in advance. Lashley submits T-Bar. Tap, 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 tap with the Hurt Lock. That is the end of that. Somehow, we have some sort of feud that involves The Fiend and Alexa Bliss, Retribution and The Hurt Business, all of whom are heels. We had AJ versus Matt Riddle. AJ has a new bodyguard, and this bodyguard is so intimidating. Jordan Amagbahin, and he is intimidating. He's like seven foot three, legit. But he's so intimidating that the referee begs him to get out of the ring. He balls up his fist, and Matt Riddle gets scared and hit with the Styles Clash and pinned. I mean, I like that they're introducing a new guy, but you could not have made Matt Riddle look like a bigger dork in this match here. Dude, they way overthought this thing. I mean, Big Bubba Rogers, uh, it was the, the great example of this. You could have had Matt Riddle still look strong and like hit this guy with something that he doesn't sell, and then Riddle can just back up. 
But when you have a UFC fighter that you give that kind of video intro to leading into the match, and then he takes a flat back bump because Jordan turns around and looks at him, and then he runs into the ring because he balls up his fist and runs right into AJ Styles' finishing move. It was crazy, you know, and referees having, you know, being completely impotent, too, by having him beg to get out of the ring. I thought that was just it was way overdone with this guy. And it's fine because he's supposed to be standing there and look intimidating. I mean, it's Halloween. So you have a monster, you know, movie type of guy there that's intimidating. And that's great and everything. But you didn't have to make everybody and everything look so weak next to him. We had Lana facing Asuka for the Raw Women's title, and in fact, Asuka beat her in like two minutes with the Asuka lock. So that's the end of that. And that led to the Riot Squad from SmackDown, Dana and Mandy, Peyton and her new partner, Lacey Evans, who is the newest team that can't get along, and Nia and Shayna. It is a four-way, it is a non-title match, and the champions win to make sure that we have no challengers for the pay-per-view coming up on Sunday. Elias did his concert. We had Sheamus versus Kofi, which was the only good match on the entire show. They had a very good match. We had Titus O'Neil offering to join the Hurt Business, and they turned him down and beat him up. They need a new business manager. A rare misstep for MVP here, I believe. Miz and Morrison faced Tucker and his partner, El Gran Gordo, the Great Fat who was just Otis underneath the mask. By the way, I didn't even mention Get in that. Here. I didn't even sure? mention. I got to go back. This New Day deal right here. I mean, can you imagine? They cried, they broke up, and then all of a sudden on Friday, we just have them back together again. And now here they are on this show, and Biggie is in the audience cheering them on in the Thunderdome. No shirt. Well, at least he didn't show up on the actual show. But Otis did, and... Him and Tucker beat Miz and Morrison. So I, I guess if you put a mask on, you can just go from show to show. And then finally, the main event, it was Braun Strowman, Keith Lee. Braun Strowman pins Keith Lee in three minutes with a big boot. Following a low blow, Keith Lee gives him a low blow afterwards, beats him up. They think that I care to see this match again, but no. why would I? No. And one more thing, by the way, in the main event... They do the easiest angle. Orton gets in the ring. He says, before I talk, I want this cage lowered. They lower the cage around him. I thought, well, here we go. It's so easy. Drew McIntyre is going to come out from under the ring. Randy Orton's going to be trapped in the Hell in a Cell. Drew McIntyre beats his ass to show that once you're in this Hell in a Cell, there's no way in and there's no way out. Well, instead, Drew comes down the aisle. He can't get in. Randy says, come get me. And so Drew produces bolt cutters. And in fact, he just gets in the cage. They kill the gimmick. And on top of that, after killing the gimmick dead, they don't even deliver. They just go off the air. A baffling episode. I don't know what else to say. Even if you don't think they killed the gimmick dead because, you know, logic would say that all you need is a pair of bolt cutters to cut open, you know, the, the chain. Uh, forget about that. The fact that they go off the air with it as if they're doing some sort of high art like drama where people actually are going to be so wrapped that they're going to throw money at them to tune in and pay for the network on Sunday. 
no. <laughs> and so it just made it a disappointing end to a television show. I mean, that's the way I looked at it. The whole thing just fell completely flat. And, you know, Randy being a prick and having Drew come out from behind him, you know, because he was underneath the ring, something like that. I thought would have been a far better way to do it, even if you take people up to the point and not showing them actually touch. But I would have even done that at least and had them start to fight. I mean, my God, all last week through the main event of the show, they had those two guys brawl with each other. Why would they not do this again here? You know, somebody here on the Twitch chat said, how in God's name can you screw up Keith Lee? And the answer is, I have no idea. Yeah, you do. Dude, he is, of all of the people they can call up from the main roster, aside from the guy who's 7'3", he's big, he's strong, he's thick, he's heavy, he's got charisma, and he can cut a promo. And they still screwed him up. The only thing I can figure, the only clue I have, is they made him put a shirt on. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. 
UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We're going to go to feedback here in a while. Text messages, 425-780-7566 or Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. But a couple of news notes. More than a year after he last fought, Jake Hager will be returning to the Bellator MMA cage in 10 days. Yes. Now, I can tell you that he has been training for a long time. Jake Hager was well aware that he had a fight. It's not like all of a sudden they asked him 10 days in advance if he wanted to fight, and he said yes. He's been training for a while. For some reason, they just announced it. And on top of that, he's fighting on the prelims. So I have absolutely no idea why, but that's the update. Jake Hager's got a fight coming up on October 29th against Brandon Colton, who is 2-0. So we'll see how that one goes. We've also got AEW and NXT tomorrow, and we do have a new match for NXT yesterday. Monday, we had exactly one match announced, but... Tomorrow, they're going to have Tommaso Ciampa, Kushida, and Velveteen Dream in a three-way. All right? I don't know if it's the number one contenders match or if there's any stipulations or what, but they're doing that match. There will be a tag team title match. It is Breezango defending the titles against Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish. So there is a Halloween Havoc coming up, so maybe they'll announce that the winner of that three-way is going to get a a championship match. I guess I don't know who that would be against. I guess there's nobody. Maybe they'll be held in the wings in case Finn Balor, for some reason, is unable to return. They can compete for a championship opportunity. But there is no championship. The matches are all scheduled already for Halloween Havoc. Doesn't We've already matter. got a U.S. I mean, or a, whatever they down call it. Down the line. North American. Come on. So we also have for the AEW show. Well, Mike, if that's the case, I mean, they should tell me that. Otherwise, they're just announcing a three-way. Whoop-dee-doo, we got a three-way with three big names. Like, what's the point? That's what I'm saying. What's the point of this match? Give them a break, for heaven's sake. I'm not giving long, them a break. Took them this long to come up with something all the way to Tuesday. Give them till at least tonight. Maybe they actually tweet something out or put something up on their IG, which I know you're checking all the time to see what the, Dude, uh, the come lineup's going to be. We had a full lineup for the AEW show this weekend. Sure all did. of the matches on the show. It's all four matches in the first round of the tournament. Winner gets a title shot at the pay-per-view. It's Penta versus Ray Phoenix, Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela, Cole Cabana versus Hangman Page, and Wardlow versus Jungle Boy. Actually, the finals, I'm sorry, will be at full gear, and the winner gets a championship match down the road. We also have the Young Bucks versus Private Party versus Butcher and Blade versus Silver and Reynolds. 
Yes, it is Silver and Reynolds in this match. Winner gets an AEW Take Team title shot at full gear. That one is at full gear. I hope Silver and Reynolds win. Britt Baker versus TBA and Jericho and MGF are going to have a steak dinner. All of that on AEW this coming Wednesday night. Preferably with Wagyu, correct? Wagyu. Wagyu. Yes. I can't afford that. I can't even say it. Well, that's maybe if you could say it, you could you could eventually afford it. Maybe if you pay it, I could actually you know say it. It's called it's called save your money, Mike. I don't need to give you a handout. Let's look at these text messages here. At one point, does someone have an intervention with Vince? Raw is so bad. Never. No one will ever have an intervention with Vince. You got it. When <laughs> he is when he is on the moon, when Elon Musk takes him to Mars, then maybe we'll have some changes. But until then, we ain't gonna have any changes. The point of the three-way, this person says, is because Dream caused the DQ last week in the match between Champa and Kushida. Okay, so what's the point? What's the point of the match? Is it a number one contenders match? Is it just, well, these two guys, we decided that they wanted to have a match, and then a guy interfered. And so, like, instead of banning the guy from ringside, let's add him to the match. For what's the point? Am I wrong here? No. Am I being no. too nitpicky? No, no. Especially when things, I mean, you could add a writer to this, for heaven's sakes. I mean, explain why you're doing it. If that's the case, then just say that. That's why. It's a grudge. But then also, why does it take them until Tuesday? What, like, they think announcing something about NXT is going to take the, the thunder away from Raw or something like that. I mean, it's just completely ridiculous of why they can't come up with anything for these shows promotion-wise. And the thing is, when they have these shows taped, they still don't come up with anything and any hype for these shows. I don't understand it when it's something that AEW does and it's something that adds value. If you, if Finn Balor is going to be there, if Adam Cole, Roderick Strutt, whoever, give me a reason to tune in. Britt Baker, people like seeing Britt Baker, so they say Britt Baker is going to be on the show. Last week it was to rip hair off of Tony Schiavone's Tony Schiavone's chest. I didn't really need to see that, but now this week she's going to have a match. Great, do the same thing. Although if it's going to be Dexter Loomis, you may want to keep that one to yourself. Spursier says, "Why does the match need to have a, a point? AEW does it. Listen, I just rattled off the entire card for AEW on Wednesday, and every single match here has a purpose." But Brian, we have got four tournament matches. Hold on, hold on. Let me go through these again. We have we have four matches. They all have a purpose because they're part of a tournament. We have a four way that has a purpose because it's going to determine the number one contenders at the pay per view. The only match that doesn't have a purpose is Britt Baker just having a showcase match right here. But Britt Baker having a showcase match that doesn't need a purpose. But if all of a sudden, if if all of a sudden, AW announced we're going to have. The Butcher versus Nick Jackson versus Penta. Are they ever going to announce that completely at random with no point to it? No, there's going to be a reason for that match. Maybe the winner, their team is going to... There's always a reason for everything. It's never just, here's three of our biggest stars, Ciampa, Velveteen Dream, and Kushida, and they're just going to have a match for you on Wednesday. There's no stips. There's no point to it. The winner gets nothing. It's just on TV. 
even if that's the case, then announce it as that. You know, how how difficult would it be to just say, I, this is a match for competition's sake? I mean, I, there's a zillion ways that you can phrase things and brand things, and they do, where make a big deal out of this. Make it, for, make it a reason. It doesn't have to have the highest of stakes. It could just be these guys are in competition for Finn Balor's position, and Finn's hurt right now, and is there blood in the water when he comes back? Will he be the same? Will we have to vacate the titles? We don't know. So these guys need to stay on their game. They need to stay sharp. And they can stay sharp against each other. Three of our biggest stars. This is what's taking place Tuesday night or Wednesday night on NXT. But they don't. I have no reason, no clue of why they don't. But again, not. And the thing with Britt Baker is this could actually lead to something you don't know because you'd have no idea. It's a mystery. It's just we know she's going to be on. All right. Let's look at some of these text messages here. And we have a lot of them. Nick Jackson versus Phoenix on one of the earlier Dynamites. Yeah, if I recall correctly, the teams were feuding. They put the match together. And yes, anybody can find one example here and there. But this is like a regular thing on NXT. There's matches, and they're matches for the sake of matches. Dude, it's two hours once a week. I promise you that you can build up a storyline for 99% of your matches, especially involving three of the biggest stars on the brand. And it's got to be a better storyline than we signed a random singles match and a third guy ran in, so now we're going to do a random three-way with no stips, nothing. person here says, do you think The Fiend will face all members of Retribution in a handicap match? Dude, I don't know. I was watching that opening segment, and I was baffled. Because as noted, The Fiend's a heel, I think. Maybe he's a babyface. But you have The Fiend out there, who I'm pretty sure is a bad guy. Isn't he? Does anybody know? Is the Fiend a heel? I think so. Okay. I know I Retribution know. are heels. I know Hurt Business are heels. Uh, are they? Because Ali cuts a promo that, you know, and I'm sure in WWE's mind that he's a heel because he's talking about guys who have been passed over and looked over. But, like, if we're to take him at his word, and we have no reason not to, that, you know, character-wise, he wants to tear things down, so guys have been passed over. So he feels, I mean, he feels some kind of way. Does that make, does that make them bad? You know, the Hurt Business, are they supposed to be good guys or bad? They beat up Titus, but Titus wanted to join a group that's done nefarious things anyway. What are they? They've been fighting off retribution, but now they have to deal with Bray. And what's Bray? I just, I don't know. Braun Strowman basically becoming a heel just because he showed up on the roster and wanted to fight Keith Lee or wanted to fight inside Raw Underground. All of a sudden, like Braun Strowman's now like a full-fledged heel. They don't explain anything. It's not like any of it matters because they won't back up anything or they'll just change at the drop of a hat anyway. But there you go. I have no clue who's supposed to be the good guys or the bad guys other than Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton seems to be very clean cut. Yeah, it's one of the best storylines that they've got. Lo Simple. and behold. Simple. I mean, And even that they're trying to screw up. I don't know. I mean, I was just watching this segment. And it opens. Okay, so we know that... Before they were signed, the Hurt Business agreed to take care of Retribution because I guess they were going to get paid by Adam Pierce or something like that. But then Retribution got signed. So the show opens with The Fiend and Alexa in the ring, and then Retribution interrupts. Why? What does Retribution have to do with The Fiend and Alexa Bliss? Why are they coming out here? And then Hurt Business comes, I guess, to make the save for The Fiend? It was just baffling. Back in a moment. Observer Live. 
Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy! Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-200-5818. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible. Without debt consolidation or bankruptcy, we depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-200-5818. That's 1-800-200-5818. 1-800-200-5818. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. No calls today, just text me. 425-780-7566. This person here has an excellent question. How did the Fiend do the mandible claw on T-Bar if T-Bar has a metal fence over his mouth? That's a great question. I do not know. That's Maybe the fiend, the fiend is. has little, really skinny fingers. He just slid them through that face mask. Just like Maybe Yano Bray slid through that guardrail this weekend at the G1. Maybe Bray just wants to ask the retribution about like lighting tips. 
You know, maybe that's what they're. No, none of this over. makes any sense. Retribution is going to come out and beat up the fiend and Alexa, and then the Hurt Business make the save for the fiend, and then they have a match, and and Retribution gets killed. They, they get submitted, and then they get killed one on four by the fiend, and then Ollie has to do a promo later saying now they're mad. I'm like, dude, good luck. Where's Adam Pierce in all this? And whatever happened with Adam Pierce in the uh, the whole deal with the Hurt Business there? Well, they got signed, so it was irrelevant after that. They were so signed scary. by the company. Dumb. They they literally were signed to a contract that said, you can do whatever you want. Which, by the way, led to them not doing anything anymore. Hey, ain't doing nothing. So at the end of the day, WWE was right. They made the Sorry. right call. Mm-mm-mm. Now, they made a stupid call by drafting them and asking for it. SmackDown was smart enough not to draft Retribution. You think there's a hole to punch through in the women's division for Mia Yim? I mean, or what's her name? Uh, Nunchucks? What, what is the, the deal with... What's her What's her Retribution name? Uh, retaliation? I have no idea. Suplex? I have no idea. I just, you know... I, God. Maybe reckoning. there's something there for her. Reckoning. There reckoning. we go. Can Reckoning do something in the women's division since they we don't have... They can't even spell it with a W like Reck. Reckoning. She she may be the one that benefits from all this when it's all said and How? done. Because you know why? They'll break them up, and then we're going to get some Mia Yim Asuka matches, or we're going to get some retro... What the hell is her name? Whatever her name was. We're going to get some matches with her in the singles, and then that will make this whole thing worth it. I will feel bad for Ali and everybody else in the group when they get cast aside, but... Maybe I'm trying to I'm trying my best to stay positive here. I'm trying to make some chicken salad out of this stuff, Brian. Let me have this one, okay? We we maybe we have a chance with her. Bro, she at least disappeared when everybody just else got beat for up. It. You're just asking for it. I know. As far as says, after watching Saturday night's main event for the first time, the one you guys reviewed on Sunday, I could imagine Keith Lee and Big E on these shows. They are big dudes who have a lot of charisma in their promos. It's amazing that Vince can't see this. Yeah, it is amazing. It is amazing. I watch those old Saturday Night's main events, and I learn something new every time I watch one. And, or I notice something. And what I noticed on the last one, which was November of 1988, their opening video package, everybody that they feature is a living cartoon character. There's Hulk Hogan, and there's the Ultimate Warrior, And there's Andre the Giant. All of these wacky characters and personalities. And then I just watched today's Raw and the way that Vince books the show. And this is is not, I'm not taking anything away from the talent, okay? If you're T-Bar getting ready to tweet something at me or Keith Lee or whoever, I'm not talking about you personally. But Vince has turned everybody into dudes. And women. They're just there. I mean, even the giant. It's like the giant guy that debuted Jordan last night with AJ Styles. He's just a giant guy. And they dress him up to look like a normal dude. He's just really tall. And he just stands there. And he balls up his fist. And, like, aside from his height, there's nothing special about him. Keith Lee is just another dude that does matches and does jobs. I mean, they've dressed up Retribution, but then they just beat them. I mean, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Separate issue 
from that that's still associated is even if Hulk Hogan was 100%, not everybody that they would show on those shows would be 50-50. And sometimes somebody's got to be 90-10, 70-30. So maybe Randy Savage is going to lose to Hulk Hogan, but he's going to beat Jake Roberts. He's going to beat this person. And there's levels to these guys. And not everybody was the same. Not everybody was an interchangeable superstar. They needed superstars. They needed... And again, a lot of this must come down to Vince's in control. You know, Steve Austin went this way on him. The Rock went that way. Hogan, obviously, that situation. I, I don't know what it is, but he'll never be able to have that kind of grasp on people in the way that it used to be. Sometimes you actually have to have some of your other stars. Look at Brock Lesnar. Look at Goldberg. Look at some of the people that are their biggest stars now. And they have really nothing to do with WWE. They just bring them back. And because they're not mashed together and made impotent and made even with everybody else and just made just like everybody else, they still remain stars. And that's the one of the biggest problems that they have. There was no reason for Keith Lee to lose to Braun Strowman last night just, just to do it, just so Keith Lee could turn around and, and have his, you know, stand over Braun at the end. And then they'll go flip-flop that result around. And we've seen this a zillion times. When there's no levels to these guys, and everybody's if everybody's the same, then nobody stands out, period. I think T-Bar's got my text message number now. Read on air, this message says. T-Bar is the GOAT. Stop hating, Brian. He's better than you. Listen. Goofiest of all time? Listen. Even if, if this is T-Bar, let me tell you something, buddy. You're telling me that T-Bar is better than Donovan Dijak? He's better than Dominic Dijakovic? Ooh. Come on. Dominic Dijakovic. First off, I don't know. Well, I know why, but, I mean, that name... I mean, maybe T-Bar is better than, than Dominic Dijakovic. Should have just been Donovan Dijak or just Dijak. And when he was in NXT, they actually let him go out there and do Keith Lee versus Donovan Dijak matches. And they tore the house down, and it was awesome. Now this dude, this poor guy, and I'm not, even, I'm not blaming him. I've never blamed this guy. Now they give him a, a goofy gimmick, T-Bar, He's wearing a mask with a fence on it, as somebody noted. He's doing spots last night, and he's constantly having to adjust his mask. He can't see a damn thing. He's out there submitting in their very, I guess it was their second match. The first match had a ridiculous DQ. The second match, he submits clean. I mean, dude, nobody better be mad at me. I certainly wasn't responsible for any of this. Do you think there is any way to rehab retribution? How would you guys do it? I don't know, dude. I mean, quite frankly, why are they wearing masks? Why isn't it just all these out there with Dominic Dijakovic and Mia Yim and Shane Thorne and what's the other guy's real name? Um, I don't even think we ever really saw him much on, on it NXT. Madden? It wasn't Dio Madden. Dio Madden, thank yeah. you. So, I mean, they should just be out there. I mean, if the storyline is that they're disgruntled performance center students or performance center and actually Brian, some of them are nxt students just let them come is, out and be who they are yes this is the whole thing if this is what it is then you now look they've they, i know Paulina's, it's halloween and all 
Yeah, but exactly. Ali has already pulled the, the curtain down. He's pulled the mask down. We know who leads this group now. So say, you know, Dijak's pissed because Keith Lee did pass him by, and everybody thought he was married to this guy his entire career. He's never had a chance to stand out. And when they had a chance to, to do something, they took Keith Lee, and they left him there. Dio Madden was an announcer. He actually stood up and tried to save Jerry Lawler from getting killed, and he's the one who gets laid out, and then he's the one who gets fired, gets sent back to NXT. You're nothing. You're a bum. Shane Thorne, you can build some backstory with him. Take it all the way back to the New Japan days. His partner leaves him. He's here. People don't look at him. People They, they think of everybody else in NXT except for him. Mia Yim, I don't know what you could say to that. She's just she's badass. So me just say, you know what? She should have gotten her chance already. She should be punching somebody in the face. That's why she's here riding with us. It would be as simple as that instead of playing this stupid game with these masks that look like they're also going to come off nine times out of ten during the match. Well, let me tell you. Let me say this, okay? Mia Yim, very, very unique performer. Dio Madden, great look. I don't know how great he is in the ring, but very unique. Donovan Dijak, Dominic Dijakovic, whatever. I mean, you got this giant dude, another unique guy. Super uh, maybe Shane Thorne, maybe you could put him under a mask. But the other three guys, oh, the other three guys, I mean, <laughs> why would you take three very unique individuals and put them under Halloween masks that you could have put on anybody? Hello? Find three guys in NXT that maybe are good workers, but they got no charisma. And God bless. Anyway, put them under masks. Yeah. Put them under masks. Because you know what? Sometimes sometimes people that that have not figured out the charisma aspect of this game, you put them under a mask and they bloom. That happens. Can you send but, me a mask? Uh, you need more than a mask, bro. <laughs> a full body suit. But the point of all of this is, if you have three people that actually are charismatic and unique, why in God's name would you put them under a mask in some goofy outfit so they could be any other three interchange? And they're so interchangeable, by the way, that that was the gimmick with Retribution for the first month or so. It's like there were always different people out there, and you never knew who it was going to be because they didn't know. And we were constantly told, like, whatever four guys are out there, I mean, they may or may not be the final four guys, blah, 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 blah. That's how interchangeable they are. Why would you take charismatic people and put them under masks and costumes and be interchangeable? And again, if this was to debut some thing, fine. But now that it's over with, now that we know why, they're, they're signed. They're there. And because of that, drop all the nonsense. Again, this hopefully... Ali, and I doubt it is, but maybe you can take that as the first step. You certainly, they, they should, in my opinion, take that as the first step. Drop all the nonsense because, too, again, from poor Shane Thorne, who looked like he got knocked the F out at some point during that match, his pull, he's pulling up his mask constantly during the match. Obviously, it's not working, and it's unimportant. It doesn't need to be done. There's a gimmick of why Dark Order does it, but even Dark Order, they don't, like, you, you know, fool your intelligence as if you don't know who these guys are. You know why they're there and why they're wearing the mask. With Retribution, now at this point, there's no reason to wear a mask. And if there is, explain that one to us. Somebody put something on the, uh, where is it? Oh, here we go. Somebody on the on the Twitch chat. Says here, WWE purposely puts obstacles in performers' way to see if they can get over makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense. No. Not at all. 
Mm-mm. No other wrestling promotion on the, in the history of this planet, including, including this very promotion when Vince was younger, ever went out there and made life difficult for people to see if they could overcome. This was something that WWE started doing fairly recently in the history of the of the company. And what has it resulted in? Less stars than they've ever had. Ever. They have more great performers, but they have less stars now than they ever have because of this idea that we're going we're gonna to make them have to overcome or whatever this stupid idea is. Every other promotion on the planet, because it's pro wrestling, because it's fake, the whole idea has always been accentuate the positives and hide the negatives. And you try to get people over by playing to their strengths. Every promotion everywhere on the planet that ever made a star. Back in a moment, Observer Live. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877 I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. 
Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, we're on. Hey. Are we, are we here? All right, I'm here. Back here on the show, everybody. We're going to wrap it up today. I don't know what's going on. But hey, we've got to wrap up Wrestling Observer Live today. Let's do one last text message here. This person says, T-Bar, Slapjack, and Mace are great names. Stop hating on the group that calls themselves Retribution already. I think that they're invading the show is what's happening. It's possible. I think that's what's going on. So we may have to sign them to gigs at Sports Byline to prevent this sort of thing from happening in the future. This person here says, I have a question about AEW regarding the tournament. With most people predicting Kenny and Hangman in the finals, do you think that would make the tournament aspect feel predictable and less important the same way people criticize the TNT title tournament with Cody and Lance Archer? I don't care if people criticize something for being predictable. The key is to book for business. The key is to book so that the vast majority of people get what they want. Not necessarily get what they want, but... They are rewarded for paying attention. They are rewarded for following the storylines. And quite frankly, some people might be upset if it comes down to Hangman versus Omega. But really, the vast majority want to see Hangman and Omega and see this lead to whatever it's going to lead to. Now, maybe it won't. Maybe they have some sort of other idea. But if they have another idea, it's because they have another idea, not that they're trying to swerve you and not do the match that you're expecting in the finals. And I have more, no idea what the finals are going to be. The, the more intelligence and logic you, you get, the more of those types of swerves and those sleight of hands, when they happen, they mean a lot more. When you just do them to do them, it doesn't make any sense. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening here today. We'll be back tomorrow with more. I'm back tonight. Brian, Vinny, Craig, and Granny Show. Big special announcement tonight. You can look forward to that. So thanks, Mike, as always, callers and listeners. Everybody at Sports Byline, the Mightier 1090, twitch.tv slash f4wvideo. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.